Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Uvita. Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that it's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is Uvita. I've been on Uvita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies and it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Uvita is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. And I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints and to healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are? So I welcome you to experience Uvita. You can even contact them by going to their website, which is www.uvita.com. And you make your first order, type in the word shaman, which is their code for the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast tribe. And you will get 35% off on your order for your first order of Uvita. But I'm telling you, the moment you start taking this product, you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel. And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out Uvita and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. I'm so happy that you're here for today's share. I love you, tribe, so, 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 so much because we are lifting and shifting into the most amazing possibilities for change on planet Earth. We are walking in this beautiful symphony of love, and we are holding the anthem of love within our heart and within the structure and the core of our being that says, I can love you as well. And as we begin to go through every area of our life and every person that we meet, every person we connect with, it's the, it's the anthem of, I can love you as well. 
right? And so the more and more we demonstrate these beautiful acts of love from the nature of acceptance and non-judgment, we are able to create and change the world into this miraculous star kingdom, which is why we've come here to lift not only ourselves and not only the darkness into the light, to lift the planet itself. So we're shifting the ring of consciousness that makes the planet go around and around the sun. And we're moving this whole entire universe into a light nebulous region where we're able to bring more light and bridge more light on planet Earth. And you know what's so amazing about that tribe is that inside of each and every one of you, there is a code and this code has a connection to you building a bridge. Every human being on earth has a code to build the bridge and each of us, that's why it's so important for us to lift and shift our brothers and sisters on planet earth, to honor each other, to love each other, to nurture each other and to speak words that empower each other so that we can build that bridge all the way to the light frequencies and then bring the light across that bridge into this realm. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that absolutely delightfully beautiful on every level? I think so. So I am so happy to have a powerful goddess, medicine woman on today's share. And let me tell you, when we talk about raising consciousness, raising vibration, and I talk about this all the time, wherever I am in the world, we can't raise anything unless women take their position as the power pillars of society to be able to bring in an ushering of wisdom, knowledge, and intuition to guide us through the stormy weather and teach us how to be the eye of the storm so that we are able to really perceive, understand, and raise the value of our emotional intelligence on earth where we create things and we bring consciousness into them and emotional understanding that what we are creating is for everyone and benefits everyone and it doesn't hurt or harm or kill or desecrate or degrade in any form in any way. And to have powerful leaders who are leading that message forward on the planet, that is what Leonora is doing. Leonora is bringing in this powerful energy of resurgence for humankind. And not just humankind, but lifting the pillars of women to honor their position on earth, honor their birthright, see it as sacred, embrace it, dance, laugh, be free, frolic, and honor the intuition and all of its array of colors so that they can bring forth the wisdom, the knowledge, and the know-how to lift our planet into a higher place of evolution. So I want to welcome you all. And I'm so, so happy. I'm so, so, so happy. I want to welcome you all to Leonora, the goddess medicine woman who is here with us today in the studio. Thank you for being here on the share. share. Thank you, Shaman Durek. Wow. Thank you for this beautiful representation, you know, it's, um, yeah, because it, I was just listening to every word of yours and I'm like, was you watching me all these years while I was working? He <laughs> 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 was explaining so, so good. I just was seeing all this, 
you know, images, what I'm doing, what we are doing with the women. And it's like, wow, you was together with us. <laughs> this is beautiful. Well, you was. Yes, absolutely. I mm. mean, since the day I was born, I was here to help to support and steward the knowledge and wisdom of supporting women to support women to support women to support women so that they can actually step into that place of realizing that you know this isn't meant to be a masculine world it is meant to be a spiritual plane of evolution consciousness conversation and engagement and the only way that's going to happen is that if we have a feminine foundation, because that allows us to then engage in a place where we're coming from love and having emotional intelligence when we engage, instead of engaging with insecurity and fear and then attacking each other, which is basically what has happened, right? Oh, yeah, this is exactly what is happening. So this is exactly what we are meeting here today. Yes, <laughs> I can't stop smiling. So all the tribal members, if you could see me, I'm smiling from ear to ear. I'm like the, the smiling Chessa cat. I, I kid you not right now. So tell me, what do you feel right now that women really need to understand about themselves? Well, the most important thing that they are enough who they are. This is one of the main things what I'm remembering, reminding myself and remembering every woman who I know and I don't in my prayers, in my meditations, in my work, in my dreams, in my silence, you are enough who you are right now. Right. And, and it, there's this whole uh, thing happening on the planet where there's a lot of women on the planet who don't recognize or acknowledge themselves. They're not um, stepping into that place because they don't feel like there's been a structure or a support system that was built when they were young girls that says, hey, you're valuable and it's not just for making babies. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, all this comparing and, you know, competition, what is happening right now, it's the biggest business built on women who's not trusting herself. Yeah, so we are not enough, enough beautiful, enough... And good mothers, enough good workers, enough good uh, wives. So we all the time consuming, consuming and trying to be better. Yeah. So this is where the whole industry is there. Hey, you are not enough. Come buy a dress. You are not enough. Come get a cosmetic. You are not enough. Come get, you know, <laughs> operation, you know, whatever it is. It's so sad, but this is how it works. And I've, I've been there and I know how it works. I was in there working in shoe business for quite a long time, working with a modeling agency as well. So yeah, you're not enough. Wow. That's a powerful, um, I mean, that's just, it's so powerful. I had to just pause for a moment and take it all in that you just said that. Because I, I didn't look at that aspect of it, you know, and, and it's so nice and refreshing that you brought that aspect because you're right. I never looked at the business side of it. I've always looked at like the mother earth, you know, being mm -hmm. a shaman. I've always looked at the root energy of it. I never looked at how business <clears throat> and money is being made in the hugest way off of what you just said. This whole idea that you're not enough, come buy a dress. You're not enough, come get more Botox, get your, your yes. breasts done. You know, um, you're not enough, hit the gym. You're not enough, buy 
you know, buy this, buy that. You Lose know, weight, just, whatever it is. It's like whatever you are, it is. are not enough. Look at somebody else, you know. Wow. <laughs> and this is all these covers on the magazines, you know, the photo shoots. It's all the time telling you to women, you are not enough. Look at yourself and look there. Competition, comparison, you know. And this, this is constantly hitting in our heads and hearts. Mm, this is so powerful. Yeah. I feel so blessed to be here with you, to hear that and to just witness that and take that in. And I know a lot of um, tribal members are listening as well. And men, I think it's important for us to really acknowledge that because we're also responsible for a lot of that as well, right? Because if we think about it, if we listen to what Leonardo is saying, it's basically if, if the whole idea of you're not enough, then what role are we playing as men that is continuing this poison, continuing this, this onslaught of lies that is making women feel that they're not enough. What do you think men are doing that's contributing to that? Well, you know, it's unconscious men would do, it's, uh, would contribute to a consuming system, right? You know, it's like... Um, <clears throat> The man who is successful, let's say, right, he has to have the most beautiful women around, you know, the most, uh, um, the most typical women, what is beauty set, right, in the, in the market. So he would go and consume that beauty, what is said, this is the most beautiful. That consumption, it doesn't make men happy because women... Once she's enough, when she feels back to her, her heart and home back in her body and she trusts herself and she's totally admire her being, her body, her temple, she can bring man from head to heart because man itself, he cannot come back to his heart. You know, that's why I remember one, um, I had a beautiful group in London, you know, of businessmen and we were, we were talking, I said, Give me an answer. What would make you the most happy man from the woman's side? And one man stood up and he's like an older man of a really experienced businessman, successful man in, a, in, a, in the society. And he's like, my biggest dream that women would drive me so crazy that I would lose my mind. So his answer was totally like he's... Um, with, he's waiting to somebody to bring him back to heart, right? Mm. Because he wants to fall in love. Mm. He didn't tell me I want women with this long uh, legs or hair or, you know, being such a shape or this color of lips or whatever. He did not tell that. Nobody's telling that. He said what he's wanting, how he wants to feel. And women who's happy, who's, who's trusting herself, who is in her own body, and who is enough, she can bring man to his heart and she can guide from this logic side into so much deeper layers in the in life. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I 100% believe and agree with you on every front. One of the things I want to add to that is that we're talking about women bringing men from their head to their heart. I always see within like, you know, my male friends and my male friends around the world from Europe to America, this, this idea that vulnerability means loss of control, 
right? And so the idea of being vulnerable means losing control and losing control means you're weak. And so the idea is the way we are, we um, operate or how men operate who are not fully aware of how to stay in that heart center, show up in that heart space and really allow women to be that amazing, you know, force of energy. And in, in just in the idea of women being able to say, you know, I see more than you do and it's okay. Right. And so getting out of this, this play, this space of, you know, men always having to one up a woman because he feels insecure. So what he'll do is he'll engage her into an argument. And men know that the engagement of argument is not for the purpose of really being uh, present about the fact that they're smarter or greater or more, you know, knowledgeable. It's more about beating you down. Right. And so they'll use this argument with you, get you into an argument, wait to the point where you can't control your emotions because men, we are taught to control our emotions, even though we are the most emotional basket cases on the planet because we are controlling it from inside. But you don't, but we're really good at masking it. But inside we're crazy. Yeah. Right. But we don't show the crazy. And so what we do is, and, you know, and I'm using we because I'm, I'm, I'm also a guy in this lifetime. I'm holding that space for men to talk about this. And I'm and just as responsible in this, this teachings and knowledge that was passed down to me from my father and my father's 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 father. So I'm not saying that I do this, but what I'm saying is I'm speaking on behalf of all men. Right. Because a lot of men and then the ones who become conscious, I want to thank you and honor you. However, it's not fully there yet. So I'm speaking from like, this is what's really happening. Men go into this place. I'm going to get you into an argument. I'm going to say something and argue with it. It could be something you're doing. It could be something you read. It could be something you tell them. They're going to argue. Not because they want to argue because they really enjoy arguing. It's to make you get to the point where you start getting really emotional. And when you get to that emotional place, that's when they can say, you need to calm down. You need, you're, you're getting too much. You need to calm down. Go, go do this. Like, and make you seem that you're crazy. And every time a man makes a woman feel that she's crazy, she lowers her intuition. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but the most, you know, it's like, I was questioning myself as well once I, before I started to work this job, because I was in totally opposite side, right? I was in a show business where the beauty was the the d- desired subject, the beauty of feminine, yeah, the modeling show business and all these uh, cameras and, and you know, all the, all the beauty around the society. But once I came into conscious femininity and I understood how important it is for us to have these women in the world who are confident and trusting themselves, it's, it's a power. It's a power for the whole, for, for men, for children, for everybody for the world and you know how I understood that one day I was sleeping and I had like a vivid dream you know in between of coming in information and channeling and dreaming and living that so I remember the first this this meditation I actually do it for every woman to understand how important it is to understand why we have to be this empowered women not to compete with somebody but to understand how the world started once when the men and women started to live in tribes one of the first tribe was run by women 
women like matriarchatic, I don't know how it's in English, right? So <clears throat> why they did, why decided human beings to, that women is going to run the tribe? Because men and women did not, they didn't have such a, you know, complex um, ego and, and, and mind, but they were looking at each other's bodies and understood that the body of women could bring the, and the, the life mm -hmm. and the body of man couldn't. That's right. So they, the whole tribe, the circle of people, they understood that this body is going to be something more than the other, not more to compete, but more to see, to, to be leading, like more to, to seek this. And women were giving lives, were giving babies, were they giving birth and they were using their intuition. So men would go every morning. This is what I've seen. And this is what I literally lived that, you know, in the very first tribes, men would go every day, would pray for women, you know, like ask for women the guidance and women would go to their intuition and would guide men where to go to get food and, you know, how we can survive and so on. And men would do that with the biggest honoring women. And they were living, surviving. They were living perfect lives. Yes. Yeah. And this is just because of the intuition and that consciousness and, and feminine body was everything was beautifully done. This is my dream. Do you know that? <laughs> I know. That's my is, dream. This is how the humanity uh, started. Yeah, that's my dream. So when I was a kid, I always said like to my dad, why do you make the rules when you only see this much? You, you know, I always find it funny because like I'll go to friends' houses and the husband will be saying something. And I was like, what, did you ask your wife? He goes, why would I ask my wife? Like she's, what does she know? I go, did you ask your wife? Because she knows. Mm. And I, I, I had this situation once where a friend of mine, you know, I went to their house and the guy picked me up and he said, you know, don't tell my wife that I was at a strip club with the boys. And mm. I said, okay, fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to like, just listen to what he's saying. And, and his wife, and I'm friends with both of them, you know, but I have a lot of respect for his wife. She's a goddess. She, you know, she's about women's empowerment. You know, she travels to India. She supports little girls to raise up their consciousness and help them. So I, you know, I walked in the house and I didn't say anything. And so she asked him, you know, where did you go this weekend while I was, when I was, you know, out with the girls? And he said, oh, you know, we just went to the polo fields and hung out in one of the polo rooms and just hang out and drink beer and play cards. And so he leaves the room. So I go over to her and I said, where do you think he went? She goes to the strip bar. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's exactly, you know, yes. So I, I always say, I'm like, don't, don't <laughs> lie to women because they know, even though they may not tell you, yeah. just because they, they see, they see, oh, look at him, yeah. you know, let me give him another chance to be loving and yeah. you know kind and be the man that i know he can be and women are the most loving and nurturing in that space of compassion oh yes where and so i i always tell my male friends like just don't do that because she knows yeah. and the more you do that she goes okay i'm gonna let it slip this time i'm gonna let it slip this time i'm gonna let it slip this time this time i'm not gonna let it slip because yeah. at that point 
she realizes that, you know, I, I have this whole poem that I wrote and I said, if you strike the, if you strike the face of a woman um, and it says the goddess, um, the goddess will retaliate. If you strike the face of the goddess, um, the queen will, be, will retaliate. And if you strike the face of the queen, the earth will surely swallow you. And it's the understanding of the, the core nature of women is always to to allow the allowance, even like Mother Earth, she's constantly allowing the, the the degradation, the pain, the suffering, you know, the raping of her soil and her and her yeah. you know her crops and everything. She just keeps allowing it, and then all of a sudden, after a while, she has to shake some of that off, and that's when we get a tsunami. All of a sudden, we get this giant earthquake and a volcano explodes and it takes over a whole village, and people are like, "How can Mother Nature be so cruel?" And you know, Absolutely. it's it's what we're doing, and you know, I say like. If you know, if you give women the correct energy, the correct information, they multiply that power. And that's why I get really caught up in when I listen to people talk about like, you know, they go into like the whole story of Adam and Eve and they always want to paint Eve as this mm-hmm. like, you know, villain. Like she's the villain, you know, and the reason why women have menstrual cycle and the reason why they suffer is because they did this <laughs> horrible thing. And I have a different take on it. So here's my take. So my take is that they're in this garden and God creation, the consciousness said, okay, so you can have all of this and not know about anything other than this. However, if you want to be like me, you, the only thing in this garden that would make that possible is that tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) And so, so there's Adam and there's Eve. And so she says, Adam, you know, we should, you know, we have all these things that we could eat, but that tree is the tree of forbidden knowledge. Forbidden meaning in the sense that we don't, we could take it or we couldn't take it. But see, I don't think it was forbidden. I just think it was called the tree of knowledge. I think the forbidden part was added in by the religious zealots who just wanted to like throw a story in another direction. And so the snake is in the tree and she sees the snake and the snake is slithering around the tree. Well, in shamanism, the snake represents transformation, Mm -hmm. shedding of the skin, um, rising up to a higher level of consciousness and raising um, yourself out of poison into medicine and honoring um, yourself in your sexuality, right? And so that's why if you look at hospitals today, you see the snake, it's called the canvas and it has the angel wings because the snake is the only animal that can sense its way through darkness and shed its skin and become anew. And so, and it's closest to the earth. It needs the heat of the earth in order to navigate itself on the planet. And so there's a very sacredness to it. So the snake says, oh, you know, this is the tree of knowledge. If you eat it, you will see as God sees. So Eve said, of course, this is a (laughs) (laughs) no-brainer. Why do I want to be stuck in here not knowing anything other than taking the opportunity to eat this amazing fruit and be able to see, see what creation sees? This is great. So Eve took the fruit and then... Eve saw, she saw all of the, everything, the, the, the energies, the consciousness, the explosions, the DNA, the cells, the, all the different planets and different beings and this and that and the other. And, the other. and then she said, Adam, oh my goodness, you have to take this. And Adam said, oh no, we shouldn't do that. She said, come Adam. And he finally, he took it. Well, of course the Bible census is that he, she was, you know, she was the vixen. She lured him into this trap when in fact, she's trying to help him evolve, which is still happening today. <laughs> still happening today. <laughs> yes it's still happening today and so you know she's going into this space 
you know, of really wanting to help him evolve. So finally she does. And then the angels come and they're like, well done. Congratulations. Because of that, you get to be someone who can create life. You get the life seed and you also get to see all the different possibilities of things, dangers, things that could go well, every single thing. This is your gift. Man, because you chose not to eat the forbidden knowledge, not the forbidden knowledge, we change that because that's the other one. You've got to eat the tree of knowledge. You will operate from a place of linear seeing. You will see only what's in front of you and only what's behind you. And you will be guided by the one who ate the fruit first. And that is Eve. So the Eva Gomorrah and the Adam Kadam, the Adam Kadam knew that Eve was the vessel that created life, that held the universal seed, that opened up the energies of knowledge, wisdom, and intuition to see and guide Adam to be successful, to be healthy, to be in harmony, to be all of these things. And the, 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 the downfall, okay, that they want to say these, you know, why women give pain and why they have birth pain and why they go through menstruations and this and they go through pain. It's not about the punishment of why they go through pain. They go through it as a rites of passage. Every time they have a menstrual cycle, every time they give birth, they raise their vibrational energy into the life frequency. That means they are able to sense life beyond life beyond life. And when they go through the menstruation period, they are oper- they're operating powerful magic in their being. And when women are at the phase where they no longer go into that state and they don't have to, they go into crone position, that is when they're able to be the guides on the earth, to bring, to be the council members. To See, the planet is completely off, okay? Right. The, the structure of homes are off. There's, everything is sharp and square and it's all masculine. The technology <laughs> is masculine. Apple computer is masculine. You know, all of the things we see are coming from this masculine energy and it's not these rounded corners in the home. Technology is not teaching us how to evolve. It's teaching us what to spend and how yeah. to be more. What you, and that's why I'm bringing it. What you said, consumer, consumer. Yeah, consumption. Exactly. Yeah, this consumption thing. Yeah. This is very absolutely. interesting. This, this is, is a very powerful thing. Women is exactly put uh, in that shelf. This is where we're going to use you, your, use your beauty and wisdom in the box of consumption. Oh, that just uh, doesn't feel so this good. This is how it works. I and know. actually, you know, I love this story about even Adam because I would like I would like to go closer to the story of guilt and shame about femininity, right? And this prostitution, the first, you know, like paid job in the in the in the in the history, right? How it came this prostitu- prostitution, somebody knows that. It's like in the deep, deep layers, there is a story like how women, for example, women, they have this mystery inside of them. If the woman is awakened, every woman has this secret inside of her without not keeping a secret. Like men would be always seeking for the woman who is awakened, who's in her, who is stepping in her her truth? Why? Because he ha- she has so many layers of mystery. Being in in odd with herself, with the world, she's constantly happy to be within herself. So man constantly wants to seek her, to be with her, to to double check if she's still hers. Right. So this is the same like orgasms. Why men men gives 
with a pleasure, gives everything, the seed and the, every energy to the woman. And women is like a limitless space where she can go in her consciousness and connect with the universe and spiral. And, you know, and she goes and, and as you say, ra raise that vibration through the orgasms. Absolutely. So wisdom, wisdom in femininity used to be like every woman, like back days when it was a bad really hard times when there was wars and everybody were fighting for the who's who's winning which uh, lands which right? insecurity Ex is fighting which insecurity <laughs> exactly exactly so every man would if wins the land it it would rape every woman right so women would heal themselves in the big circles and they would would totally go through um, wisdom of femininity it means orgasms mm -hmm. so they would uh, would uh, collect uh, connect with small old middle all kind of women and they would just sink and dance and transform this energy th through the pleasure and the most powerful women who were carrying this wisdom they would uh, they they put the circle what they called prostitution but it was like a very powerful and beautiful name prostitution so to protect their Uh, their sisters and their grandmothers and their daughters, and they created this, this circle through their wisdom, through their orgasms and pleasure to take money from the, you know, soldiers who come to rape their villages, to take money and to transform that energy through their wisdom and pleasure and orgasms. So prostitution was a, it's not a shame, it's nothing what is so many women carry that, you know, in, in, in their subconscious, if not conscious, right? Yes. Prostitution, it was a beautiful wisdom how to transform this dirty and, and, and harsh energy and how to protect their sisters and how to transform this energy into love and, and abundance and protection and light and so many things which was coming down the, the masculine energy and was raising up the feminine one. So... There are so many things in our subconscious where we say, oh, it's not me. Oh, it's, I shouldn't be so feeling such, so much pleasure because oh, yeah. it's not correct. You I, know? Tell, I tell women all the time when <laughs> I'm doing like women's group, let your inner whore out. Because <laughs> exactly. if you don't let your inner whore out, you're blocking, like you Absolutely. can create fibroids, you can create cysts in your ovaries, you can create breast cancer, you know, yeah. ovarian cancer. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I have done so many studies on women who actually have many orgasms to women who don't allow themselves to have orgasms. They go into menopause quicker. They um, build all kinds of um, in, internal um, problems, health problems. Oh, yeah. Energy <laughs> levels go down because when you have orgasm, first of all, if you look at orgasm from the understanding of looking at it as God consciousness, right? Because I always say that orgasm is really connecting into God. So if we look at orgasm from the, the nature of connecting into God, What is the nature of connecting into God? Bliss, pleasure, joy, ecstasy, elation, right? And so the energy is ever, it's ever flowing, it's ever moving, it's ever, it's ever growing. It's just this beautiful expansion, right? And through that, new universes are created, new planets are formed, new star regions are created, you know, new ideas are birthed. You know, it, it's, it's, it's this real powerful um, inter, interconnected creativity that spawns outward towards everything that it touches and everything that it touches becomes a illuminated and then more things are created, right? And so when someone is blocking, and that's why I feel like a lot of religion, a lot of different cultures um, use that 
that whole thing of making it shameful. Yeah. And, and, you know, and even when I speak in countries where I, I wrote a book in uh, Turkey called Uyanish, and it's all, I wrote it all in Turkish uh, with a friend of mine. And literally it's all based on a lot of you know, what happens in their culture, but a lot of it is about helping women liberate themselves out of this kind of like the Quran. Like there's a thing in the Quran and the ayats that says, if you're not beating your daughters, you'll be beating your thighs. And literally I, I had to write about it, you know, because for me, it's like, we need to be giving a space for women. We, I mean, just in general, we don't have health, women's health where it needs to be on planet earth. Like it's the last thing that people are focusing on. Everyone else is focusing on all these other things, but we're not focusing on the most important thing, supporting women as the main priority beyond learning how to do yoga. I mean, great. Get me wrong. Yeah, Drink yeah, your green yeah. smoothie, do your yoga, you know, eat your chia seed pudding, uh, you know, whatever it is you feel you need to do that creates that spiritual awareness for you. I'm hundred percent for it. Like if that's what it does. However, the, the monetary gain that we, we ha we create on planet earth goes to some space shuttle that goes into outer space to planets um, that it's looking for and other species that it's looking for when it, these other beings don't want to be found by us because we're not yeah. evolved enough for them to be connecting with on a physical, tangible level. So let's stop spending all that money and put it towards women's health. You know, pregnancy, creating understanding of how women's minds really operate within intuition, within mm -hmm. the structure of how they operate when they first walk into a room. I did like a test for seven years, my love, seven years where I took a man and a woman. And every time I went in, I kept asking them, so what do you see? What do you see? What's going on? What's the first thing? That's, what's going on with you? And the woman walks in. She immediately scanned the room. She knew where the bathrooms were. She knew where um, the art, what the art looked like. She knew where the people in the room who were positive people and negative people. She saw every possibility of danger. And she saw every possibility of, of avoiding the danger. This was all going on in less than um, like five seconds. I asked the man. He said, I'm looking at where I'm going to be sitting. Where am I going to sit? <laughs> I said, uh-huh, okay. So, <laughs> so you know, no I mean, that, you know, and that's okay. I get it, guys. Like, you know, that's, and the way we have to operate is operating under the steward of women, teaching us how to develop within us the emotional capacity to not be afraid of vulnerability because through vulnerability, we're able to open up our energy, our sensorium, our open up neural pathways that allow us to connect into a higher source of intelligence. And if you look at nature, this is just basic shamanism, in animals in nature, the first animal that senses danger is a female animal Absolutely. because of her heightened amygdala. Yeah. And male animals are the ones that get captured first yeah. because they're like, do, 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 do. You know, because they're not thinking there's danger. But women already always keeps her senses on the danger. She's always looking for the red flag. She's always sensing her environment. And that is someone I want to lead me into the future. That's that's very beautiful what you said. But meantime, I just heard in this space, like, man, uh oh, you know, it's like, so who's better? Who's worse? You know, it's we are not talking about that. Not at all. We are talking about we all are amazing and powerful essence in these V vessels, right? And we are talking about vessel masculine and feminine, and we are talking that through 
feminine vessel, we can learn more and 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 capture more from universe. But it's not about like oh, somebody who's in masculine vessel is totally worse than you know in feminine. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. We are learning from each other, and we need each other. We we are growing together, and it's like, but don't let's not deny what feminine vessel and masculine vessel has and we have both energies inside of us so why don't we all of us women and men develop this feminine feminine energy which is capturing so many beautiful amazing things what logic cannot capture wow wonderfully and beautifully and poetically said my thought is on men is that men are, you know, and, and this is something that has come up for me a lot because, you know, I'll do workshops all over the world and I'll speak to hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people. And when I look out in the audience, I see maybe 20 men, 10 men, yeah. five men, two men, and all women. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Like what? So it's like, yes, I'm not saying that men are weak or less than, but I think that men do have a greater responsibility to start to, to let go of the part of the ego that says, everything is fine with me. I'm okay. I don't need this. Right. And get into, I would like to facilitate any way for me to evolve and become a greater version of myself. And if this is going to do it, and if there's blind spots that I don't see, then I'm going to jump into these workshops, these spiritual classes. I'm going to get involved. Because the thing is, is that I see women doing it because women see the, the necessity of evolution. Right. Whereas men don't see the necessity of evolution. They see the necessity of gain. Right. And they feel if they, they, um, they find themselves in this kind of areas, you know, they find themselves as the losers. Oh, I don't know something, you know, what my... For example, others, the ones who are outside of this area, knows because why I'm looking for that. You know, they find themselves as the losers. But it's again, it's brain structure, right? We feminine and masculine the, uh, vessel has different brain structure, and masculine, uh, feminine has like thirty percent bigger that third part of the brain oh, yeah. which is connected right and it's more creativity and more flexibility and more where we can feel comfortable not comfortable but okay in that space i don't know and i want to learn and for masculine for men it's more difficult to understand so that's why i'm like i really empower and honor men who are going to who would dare to go in this path and look for that and and acknowledge that we cannot know everything and we might, you know, make mistakes and lose and win again. It's this is so masculine. This is the I would say this in this new age, what is coming now, it's happening. It's not about Homo sapiens, it's about Homo divinus. It's coming a new totally new structure in our lives, in our mind, in our society. It's coming up. We still don't see, but the ones who are already in that, they see that. And it's for me, man, who's vulnerable, not the winner who's shouting the louder is the winner. No, it's not that primitive. It's about who dares to see his, you know, his weakness and to acknowledge and step in that and unknown. This is a masculine because masculine energy will always what is a real man for women? Women, she's like multiple energies, right? And once it's happening with her, what she wants, she wants that someone, it's a man standing with her, would hold that space. Yes. How come a man 
being only logical and trying to understand everything, how come he can hold the space, which is intuitive, which is so powerful in so many layers, not even powerful, like intuitive. You cannot, you will try to understand only 1% of 100. So if the man dares not to know and hold that space in front of the woman who's, for example, emotionally, you know, showing what's happening with her or not, you know, and he holds that space, this is a man, a real man, you know, to, to really stand for, for, for her woman and, and for his woman and to hold that space. Absolutely. And I wanted to say something, there was something that you said that I, I grasped, which was uh, where you said that, that men, uh, that when they're in that space, when they're, when they're in that space of not going into that vulnerability and what that vulnerability is, and what, from my male perspective, and from what I see from my male buddies around the world and my, what we talk about in the locker rooms and where, you know, where yeah. we are, is that men have this fear that it goes back to their mothers. It's the idea that my mom is still my mom. And they go into this idea because what happens is what women will do is women will go and talk to men like their mothers and it turns men off. Mm. So men immediately go into this like, she's talking to me like my mom, Mm -hmm. you know? And then so they lose that whole sexual, sensual goddess she's my queen energy and they go they start shutting inward and the other thing for men too is that men have to take more responsibility that that you know a lot of women don't know this but men we have the way women deal with emotions is they discuss they express and they communicate and that's how they move energy whereas for men we process inward and so sometimes we go off into this man cave and we just check out and then a woman will say what are you thinking about, honey? Yeah. Right? And it's just like the death grip for us men. And like men don't even express like what mm-hmm. it is. Instead, they just get annoyed instead of them saying, hey, honey. And that's another thing, men. We have to touch women. We have to yeah. touch and make yeah. connection because women have to understand too that we don't have the same upbringing that they have. So from a feminine perspective, a lot of women are very touchy-feely. They change in front of each other. They do all of these things. They share their emotions. They get into these very um, beautiful gatherings of sisterhood. Whereas in men, we get into gatherings um, where we discuss things about what, how wonderful we are in the world. Right. How great, how good we were in bed, how much money we have in the bank. You know, who's the hot girl that's with us now? Oh my God, I can't believe you got her. Yeah. You know, it's like we go into this like, I, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm going to share with my brother and have brother time, bro time, and, and, and share how amazing of a bro I am more than him. Mm-hmm. So it's this competitive uh, energy that takes place. And what happens is men get out of this um, cycle where instead of just saying to their woman when they go into that shutdown mode, instead of just saying, hey, sweetheart, um, I'm, I'm processing all of my emotions and things that are going on and that I've experienced and I'll be with you momentarily. Yeah. I just need this time right now to process. Mm-hmm. So that way women are feeling not, they don't go into this, fe- this feeling of rejection. Exactly. Right. And a lot of times what happens is women just want, like I said, I just said it to my friend the other day, you know, I said, you know, you are sitting here, um, your, your, your wife is saying all these things to you. And instead of you just realizing and just letting her talk, you're taking it personally and, and you're making it about you. You're making it about 
oh, I wasn't a good guy or I wasn't this and I want that. And that's why men can't listen to women when they talk about things because they immediately go into, I'm a bad person, mm-hmm. right? And then they get angry because then they start thinking of all the things that they did that shouldn't be qualified as bad right. and they clump it together. And so women's responsibility is to express, we didn't go to dinner in the past two weeks, not use words like, it. we never go to dinner. Mm. right? Because when we use the word, we never go to dinner, men don't think like women. Women are expressing from emotion. So never to them could have been one or two times. But to a man, he just hears the word never and then blows up Mm. because he's like, never? Because his brain is going, okay, that's Wednesday we went. Okay, we went four weeks ago. Okay, we want this. Facts, 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 Yes, they're looking for the facts. Yeah, and she just she just expressed emotion. You know, she did not say the facts. Two different planets. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. And so I said to my male friend, I said, you know, I go, and another thing is your wife is saying all these things. She doesn't need you to fix her. She just wants you to show up and put your arms around her. Absolutely. (laughs) Just show up. That's it. It's like guys who are listening to, you know, um, this share, just show up. That's it. Just show up. Just show up with your ears to listen or show up with your arms to embrace. That's it. Arms and embrace, ears to listen, words, the words, hear the golden words that you say to women when you show up, which is, it's going to be okay, honey. I'm here with you. I mean, golden it, words. The golden words. Golden words. Is it that difficult? You know, mm-hmm. and it's like so. It's the funny. The funny thing about it is, is that, is that when women communicate, they do communicate emotionally. So for us men, because we, you have to understand something, and this is something I want all the women to understand, is that we don't have affection in our lives. We get it from our mothers, and then it's done. And so every time we get touched by a woman, we immediately go to sex. This Mm -hmm. is a sexual thing. This is going to lead to me having sex. We don't understand platonic affection. Mm -hmm. So the only place we get it is from our mothers and from our children. Mm -hmm. So we don't get affection. Men don't have affection with each other. And it's unfortunate because as soon as a man gets affection with someone, they think, oh my God, I must be gay. Mm -hmm. Or so I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, 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 don't touch me. Don't, 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 you know. (laughs) And so we have this part of us that's, in pain inside because we don't have affection and we don't know how to engage it. So a lot of times what will happen is women will say, oh, you know, you didn't buy me flowers and you didn't take me on a date and you forgot this and you didn't do this and you do that. The man is not thinking about any of those things. He doesn't even understand what you're talking about (laughs) because... (laughs) I love that. (laughs) He doesn't understand. He's like, the man actually is living in, he he thinks he's in the twilight. So he thinks he's in another world when you're talking. Because to him, he doesn't even know what that looks like to him. He is thinking, well, I don't even do that for myself. (laughs) And you want me to do this for you? He's not even, he doesn't care. And so when a man, when a woman says, I can't believe you didn't buy me flowers and stuff. And he's okay, honey, I'm really sorry I didn't buy you flowers. He's not sorry. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't know. He ha- so men have to, it's, it's a training. We have to get, we, women have to be a little bit more, um, not, I don't say like letting us off the hook, but help us to understand what Absolutely. affection looks like yeah. without it being just sexual. Yeah. Teach us. Don't just snap at us and get mad at us and be like, oh, all you think about is sex. You know, sometimes I watch my buddies will be in a bar and a woman starts touching their hand and then they start thinking, oh, and they look over at me and I was like, 
<laughs> I want to go so in cute. there as the as the guy and be like, this is what she's really meaning, and this is what you're thinking. Yeah. Because men go, oh my god, touch sex, yeah, touch yeah. sex, yeah. right? And so a, instead of a woman getting upset about it and be like, all you think about is sex, that's all that's on your mind. You just want a blowjob. You just want this. You just want that. Yeah. Uh, but just simply saying, I would like to be able to just cuddle you and lay with you without there being any sex and just be with each other. Wouldn't that feel good? I guarantee you a man will say yes, but he doesn't know how. No one, and every time he does that, he gets scolded for it by women. We get scolded because things we don't know. So then men go away and they lick their wounds and they get hurt inside. And when a man gets hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt, he goes and cheats on his wife. Right. He breaks up with his girlfriend or he cheats on his girlfriend with another woman. And what is he cheating on? He's not cheating on the woman. He's cheating on himself. Absolutely. Because yeah. he, all he wants is to live that, that beginning stage again. Yeah. That, that feeling when you first meet someone and they don't really know so much about you. That's why he goes with another woman because he wants to feel that again. And then he's going to have sex and then he's going to feel like, oh my God, I'm amazing again. I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. But when they've been beaten down so many times because they think they, you know, that they did something wrong. Men, we beat up on ourselves way harder than women do. Women have, you know, it's a funny thing, but women have the less rate of post-traumatic stress disorder when it comes to dealing with crazy conflict and chaos, whereas men completely go into, um, you know, uh, traumatic stress in their life. Well, for them, it's more easy to express. That's why they constantly, you know, can 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 dis- discharge that energy and men is constantly holding inside most of the time, right? Yeah, and no one tells them how to deal with it. No one tells that. No one tells them. So again, sexual energy and 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 communication. So if we go if we talk about consumption <laughs> culture, right? Yes. Porno porno is that, you know, cult where we also have to be super cool and super amazing, you know, everybody want to have to be wanted and to be the winners. And this is where we later on suffering because this is what we see, how we have to be in, in our intimate sexual life. And this is where we stop, stopped communicating, right? Even women or men, you know, it's like a man has to look at its uh, own uh, uh, things, you know, where it's painful and women as well. And what, if we don't communicate, if we don't speak it out, we can't go deeper and we can't grow in that sexuality or intimacy or, you know, friendship, whatever it is. So, yes, I, I, I agree 100%. And I also feel that women, it's important, and I say this all the time, women have to do things that allow their little girl self to come out, be it art, dancing, singing out loud, you know, running through the grass, you know, with a beautiful like scarf, throwing it up in the air, you know, smelling the flowers. They have to stay in that very beautiful, poetic, um, frolicking um, energy that keeps the goddess alive in them. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And every time what we do in uh, women's circle retreats, you know, in feminine consciousness is the most important thing. What we start with is our inner child, our little girl inside of us, you know, and that's 
connection and recognition and memories out of childhood, what we remember with our, the biggest mistake I would say that adults would do, we would remember our childhood with the adult, adult's eyes, mm. not as a child. Yeah, no. And this is very important what we use then, that hypnotherapy um, meditation where you go in a child's eyes and a child's body and you see this world and your parents and whatever is around you through these eyes, loving eyes and not, you know, not comparing or something. It just understanding that, you know, the the child would accept the world as it is. Right. Exactly. Is and I, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing because I think what happens is, is that um, a lot of females that I meet, especially in New York or London, you know, in different countries, Israel, you name it, different parts of the world, even Russia. Um, I have a lot of Russian female friends who live in Miami and all over. And, you know, one of the things I want to do is go to Russia and really support women as well. But like my Russian female friends and my Ukraine female friends and all my friends, friends who are like from like Bulgaria, they've gotten this hard shell of energy that they have to be this certain way and it limits them from being playful. They start to create this idea Absolutely. that it's silly or like, who does that? It's a waste of time. It's, yeah. you know, this and that and the other. And if any female has that, you're literally robbing yourself of life nectar. Absolutely. Imagine that little girl who was dreaming about becoming a princess or queen, drawing you. So it's like, once we become that, we have to understand that this girl, it, you are a dream of that little girl. So did she dream that, who you are right now? It's like, it's we have to become very responsible for that little girl inside of us because she was living that dream for you. And if we are not living that dream of little girl, we should stop and relive it, you know, and again to live it vividly and especially in Eastern Europe, Russia and all these Baikal countries is like life was tough. You know, we needed to fight for our life. We stopped, we stopped, you know, drawing and dreaming. We needed to work, to go for our dreams, to travel, to do the things that at the end of the day, so many women, beautiful, amazing could be goddesses, mm. became men, became men, started to become a masculine or consumption the world, you know, or, or, you know, that, you know, one the of Gucci the Gucci Prada bags. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And this is what they are suffering as well. I was suffering there as well. And it was not because somebody, my childhood was difficult. It was just because uh, when I was 17, I was raped. Then I, I had violent, I experienced violence, uh, you know, from the masculine to, towards me. And then, you know, all this, all these experiences cut my dreams of the little child. Right. Yeah? Yeah. I said, what is that? You know, I was dreaming this princess and queen to be a queen and princess and whatever. And this is reality. You have to stand up and stop crying and do and live your life. And how, how did I live? I totally cut and disconnected from my sexuality. I totally disconnected from my body. I hated myself. I hated the women around me. I hated men, of course, because inside of you is that, you know, experience. And that's it. And you need to fight for the world, you know, for your life. Yeah. So what, what about these dreams? So 
this is exactly what we were talking before, right? About mm-hmm. these shadows and about this dark side of our memories or conscious or subconscious that people asking me, why should should I go to your retreat and experience that? I don't want to remember that. It's it's fine. It's been there. I forgot it. I, I just know it's like this shadow is our light. Yeah, yeah? exactly. The and shadow is your light. And you don't want to just throw it away because everything that happens in your life, you want to respond with responsibility, which I tell the tribe all the time means to respond with love. Yes, exactly. And I think that there, for, for boys as well, there is this energy and this connection of returning back to what it was like to be a little boy. When we were little boys, we were like lovers. We were like loving everything and wanting to explore and discover and just be like, oh, we just want that girl to love us. Oh, we just want that energy. We just, and you know, we just want to be loved and we just want to experience love. And that's all we really want as little boys. And then when we get hurt, we start to act out and we start to pull girls' hairs and snap their bras and we start to act out of character of who we are. And we start doing things like dating women and breaking up with them so we can show power that they can't hurt us. We hurt you before you hurt us. <laughs> and it becomes this kind of like, you know, really um, crazy, you know, um, game that we play. And I know because I was that guy, I was the soft, gentle, loving kid who, you know, then got hurt by my stepmom who beat me and did all these things. And I started to, to become like, you know, I'm going to show dominance to my girlfriends because my stepmom showed dominance to me. So all my girlfriends, I was like, oh yeah, well, if you don't like it, then goodbye. And now I would go and cheat on this one, or I'd go and do these things. And it wasn't until I actually saw and experience my sister go through pain in her life because of men and because of my own father, did it snap and wake up the feminine inside of me? And I was like, what have I been doing? So I started working with a women's battered, um, women, women's battered shelter. I started doing a lot of outreach for women who've been in abusive relationships. I wrote letters to all my ex-girlfriends and apologized to them and for the way I treated them, the disrespect that I had. And I had a long talk with my dad and I said, dad, you know, you have been, been ingrained this, this false understanding of being a man. That's not what a man is. A man isn't, you know, disrespecting women and seeing them like cattle and horses that you can just go off and do whatever you want with and disrespect and call and, and say and treat them in this way. There is an essence of power that you're missing and, and you don't see it. And me, I found it by working in these battered shelters, by working with protecting women. I had a friend named Gabriella and her, you know, her boyfriend was beating her all the time. Then one day he kicked her in the mouth and broke her teeth. And then she was pregnant and he hit her in the stomach while she was pregnant. And I grabbed her and I said, that's it. I grabbed her, put her in a car, drove her to the woods, introduced her to all these goddesses of, of earth and healers of women. And she, I just dropped her off and I said, make her new again. Mm-hmm. Just make her new mm-hmm. again. And, you know, sometimes when I see Gabriella and she reminds me, she says, you know, my, the reason why I have a daughter who went to college and is, you know, thriving and, and the reason why I'm such a powerful woman is because you put me in that car and drove me to the woods and introduced me to these powerful women, well. <laughs> you know, and told them to make me new again. And they they reshaped me. They they held me. They let me cry. They washed me and bathed me in the river. They they, they, they gave me healthy food to eat. They taught me about sisterhood. You know, I don't want to start crying, you know, and, you know, for, and for me, I don't take any like measure like, oh, I did that. I'm so powerful. I'm so amazing. No, because it's not about that. It was about seeing and understanding that 
there had to be someone there to hold that space, you know, to usher in that awareness. And I was one of those people when I got to work in those places and got to experience all of that, it taught me. And so now I get to teach men how to operate from a place of love out of a place of ego. Oh yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Talking about men, we totally have to support women, you know, feminine rising consciousness, but at the same time, totally work and support men not to be, uh, you know, a part or inside. Hurt not, men. Yeah. Hurt men yeah. acting out. Mm, exactly. And they really knocking on the doors. I truly feel is is they afraid, but they want, they don't want, you know? But right. This, it's, the it's, it's, it's kind of, <laughs> I, want, so I want, but I don't want, you know? Yes, it's like, that's exactly what it is. And it's like, so what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> but I think what it comes down to is I think for men, and I, and I realized this with my male friends who, who, who can't commit to a relationship or marriage or any of these things is that they feel that there's expectations on them and they are afraid that they're not going to meet them. So instead of making themselves this quote unquote bad person by putting themselves into a marriage that they're going to destroy, they'd yeah. rather just be with one girl after another girl after another girl yeah. after another girl. And what, 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 what needs to happen is that women, and this is all female who are listening to um, on the tribe and who are listening. You, you, there's ways to deal with men and there's ways to deal with us. And the way you deal with us is you compliment us first on what we are doing and what's working. And then you lay it on us. Absolutely. <laughs> that's so important. And that's, and then we can listen to you. We can hear you because we are like little boys who just need our mom to say, you did a really good job. However, there's this one thing that you're doing that needs some improvement. And I know you have the ability, not you are a loser or this or that. You have the ability to do this because I know you want to because you're a beautiful soul. See, men, it's a, it's a language that we hear. And when we hear that language, that's how we respond. That's so true. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. <laughs> a, yeah. So I'm excited. Um, so tell, tell me, how can people find you? How can they get a part of these, these retreats you do, where can they find you? Are you on Instagram? Do you have a website? How can they find you? Yeah, now we are in Instagram, now be you. Uh, you can check it uh, in Instagram. Also, we uh, are, Say it again. What is it called? Now be you. Now be you. Okay. Yes. Also the website nowbeyou.global, which is um, just um, as I have uh, lunorabeyou.com which is more information about my work and more in Lithuanian. But now BU.global is the, our retreat in, in, in Ibiza, which is going to be launched in November 27th for women, international women, as I work a lot in Eastern Europe is with Lithuanian and Baltic women, also Russians. So now we want to go more global and international and in Ibiza is going to be a retreat 27th of November. Yeah. Yeah. So we can check it out and now be you.global and follow us on Instagram. Now be you. Thank you so much. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's my, November is my birthday month. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mr. Scorpio over here. Mr. Scorpio. I'm a cancer. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're, we're perfect for each other. Yeah. <laughs> we're meant to be friends. Yeah. I love it. So thank you so much, my love. It's been an honor. It's been a blessing. I feel completely lit. I know the tribe is lit. And I know that everyone who has been to listen to this share 
on today's Ancient Wisdom Today podcast is just on fire. So we thank you so much for being a part of the tribe. Thank you, tribe. Thank you, Shaman Durek. Thank you, Magic Life, for being here, for me helping me to be here now. And yeah, hope to continue this magical journey together. Thank you, my love. <laughs> Amazing tribe. Do you feel the power, the energy, the clarity, the understanding, the depth, and the profound wisdom that was given to you by this powerful goddess, this medicine woman, this captivator of life and light, and just giving you life, giving you generation, giving you understanding, and, and, and really nurturing you with new nectars of wisdom to reach into those nebulous corners of your mind and awaken those areas where you really can improve and bring more knowledge into your life so that you can better your life to better the life of another person. How amazing is that? I am so happy that you were on today's show of Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And, you know, do do wonderful. Please check her out. Go to her retreats. Get involved in everything that she's doing. She is a whirlwind of love. And I'm so happy. You can also follow me at Shaman Durek on Instagram. And you can also please go to my website if you want to learn about shamanic techniques, learn about training with me or anything of that nature. You can sign up on my newsletter at shamandurek.com. And if you feel inclined, please do leave a review because the more people read, read the reviews, the more people come into the tribe and they get lifted and shifted for greater possibility. I love you, tribe. Until next share. Bye. Bye.